tēnā, no mai hoki mai ki tēnei o ngā pūnua pāho o te mātāwai. Ko mi Kyleach tō kuingua, ko ai te kaiwhakataki o tēnei pūnua pāho no te tairawhiti whānui a hau no whāngara me manga tuna. Kei takutaha Māui, ko taku manihiri i tēnei rā. A tēnā whakamohio mai ko waikoe, nōhia mai koe. Nā, kia ora makaia. Ko rewi nekawoa hau, nō te nehe nehe nui o Ngāti Manipoto, ki te tāho tōku māma. Hoa noa, te taho tuku pāpa, no te tai tukurau, nā pui ki ngā tikahu. Nō reira, tēnei au mihi nei ki a koe, e whakarite tēnei wā mā tātou. Tēnā koe rewi, nau mai ki tēnei o ngā kaupapa noi whakaharahara a tātou, ki te mātāwai nei. Hei whakamohio noa atu ki ngā kaiwhakarongo, ko rewi tō tātou kai tātari ranga hau matua ki te mātāwai. So rewi is our senior research analyst at Te Mātāwai, hence why we have him here as our manuhiri today. Uh, we have some very exciting kōrero for our hunga kaiwhakarongo um, i tēnei rā, i tēnei o ngā pūnua pāho. We are looking at Rewi's PhD research topic. Um, tēnā whakamohio mai, hea rātou pātai rangahau and hea tau e whaiana i tēnei o ngā tohu kairangi. O kapai, uh, e hokana mahara ki tō wā e... e i whakaaro au ki te uru mai ki rotu e tēnei momo mahi, ara ki te paratuhuarahi o te kairangi, te toki kairangi nei. Ka tahi ka whakaaro au, mona nga kōrero hāngai pūana ki te pūrākau. Nō reira, ko te pātai matua me ki i rotu e nei momo mahi rangahau, te whakakohikohi nei nga kōrero pūrākau o tō mātou nei rohe, I roto hoki i tō mātou nei hapu o Ngāti Rōra ki roto i te kuiti. Kei reira tō mātou nei whare tūpona te tokanga nui ānoho e tūana. Mena o honohonotanga ki nga iwi maha o te tairāwhiti ki mātātua waka otira ki nga tūpona tūrongo rāwako māhinarangi. Nga tātai whakapapa e herea nei a mātou ki te kingitanga ki waikato tainui whānui. Koinei pēr te take ka whaiau i tēnei huarahi o te rangahau ki a ata wetu e te tua kiritanga kai rotu e o mātou nei pepeha kia hokea mai anō tā mātou nei tangata ki te ako i nga mātou ranga Māori ki roto i te poho o tō mātou nei whare o tira kia tū whakahihi ai i runga i te matua te whenua i roto hoki o tā rātou nei rangatiratanga. Ko te reo tērā, te waka e kawea nei tā rātou pepeha, kia mōhio mai ai mātou o tira tātou o te tahapu o Ngāti Rōra, ko ai mātou, nōwhea mātou, ko anei mātou, tahapu o Ngāti Rōra e mihi nei kia o koutou. Tēnā koe i tērā o ngā whakamāramatanga, ngā whakamahukitanga o tō kaupapa rangahau me te mea hoki ko te tuakiritanga te tahi o ngā kaupapa matua, te tahi o ngā hua matua e whaia nei e tātou kia ukaipo anō te reo. He koanga ngākau ki te whakarongo ki o kōrero e hāngai tonu ana ki tō hapu a Ngāti Rōra. Nā reira, katahuirau ki te reo ingarihi te mea i te pānuiau i wetahi o ngā kōrero whakamārama e hāngai ana ki tō tohu kairangi tēnā koe te tuku mai. Ko taku tono kia koe tēnā me whakapuaki i ngā whakaaro i tēnei o ngā kianga kua tipakohea nei e au. So, for everyone listening, have you heard that? 
brilliant explanation around um, Dewey's research. And it's really exciting because it touches on a lot of the things that we're trying to achieve. Um, you know, reach that destination of Kaukaipua no te reo ukaipo is a big thing for us. And um, I think Dewey, you've narrowed it down to this particular statement that I'm going to draw out from your abstract. So you've said that the aim of this uh, research is to assist future generations of Ngāti Rorahapu to develop a te reo Māori revitalization strategy. So, um, you know, we we work in the research space. Um, we see a lot of research being conducted, but I love how this is going to lead to further development for Ngāti Rora. Can you just break down what um, you can see or envision from this research into a revitalization strategy? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that's a great, that's a great question there, Makaya. Um, and it's, pro- it's probably fitting at this particular point in time because we're, we're coming to the stage where Ngāti Manipuru is in the second reading of its uh, claims and um, we're, we're going to Parliament as Ngāti Manipuru Whānui. Mm. Exciting. And so within that is a space there for us as Ngāti Rōra to, you know, to sort of basically rediscover our identity mm-hmm. um, and to reimagine it through the lens of our rangatahi. And I think the key thing to this particular research here in terms of the ukaipo i te reo, i te kainga, i te hapu, I believe that uh, the way that we're going to do that is actually through the lens of our rangatai and creating those spaces for them. Uh, spaces to speak on our behalf, but spaces to speak on the paipai, uh, spaces to work at the marae, and if there's no spaces created for them, then let's make those spaces. Yeah. Uh, because we're, if we look at the breakdown in terms of the percentage, or well, you know, uh, the demographic of our, our people here, what's in Ngāti Manipoto Whānui, you know, we're talking around 38,000 of our people, um, but, you know, affiliate to Ngāti Manipoto, um, a large proportion of that um, uh, affiliate to Ngāti Rōra because Ngāti Rōra is one of those big hapu in a township um, and our, our tupuna whare is 150 years old this year, so it has connections probably seven, eight generations back. Wow. Um, and so there's a lot of, you know, principal whānau that are involved, that are connected, uh, that belong to the pepeha or the different pepeha around our region. Um, so if you think about what that's going to look like in terms of the, you know, the body of, um, of population, the next generation coming through, um, that's going to look a little bit different to what it looks like through my lens, my parents' lens, my grand, grandparents' lens. Yeah. And actually, I'm pretty excited because, you know, you know I believe that this is the embodiment of the Etipu area. Mm. And so the legacy we're going to leave behind for them is their ability to go between the two worlds, yeah. but also making sure that the language is, you know, it's it's planted deep in there and that they are able to go back, have a look at their history, do the deep dive in terms of who they are, but also how they connect. And I think that's the beauty of doing this type of action research mm. from a mātauranga Māori space, yeah. using our kaupapa Māori methodologies, uh, but also looking at those um, indigenous models internationally in terms of language revitalization, um, and how do we connect that all in together to make that into a package so that the rangatahi and the apopotanga mm. um, are able to sort of connect into that and, and make that their own. Yeah. And um, we've, seen, we've seen good examples around the mutu of this happening, um, partly through the funding of the Mātāwai, but also partly through the initiatives of some of the whakarau or reo 
um, that's happening within around the mutu here. Mm. And so we're, we're, I mean, my intention in terms of this research is going to be that founding document or a, doc, a document to help them, uh, help us uh, create that tuapapa, that foundation for us uh, to move forward in this language revitalization space. Yeah. So that, you know, when we get up to do our way out, we've got a whole uh, whareful, yeah. whole hapu full. Yeah. Uh, when we're in the kitchen, we've got all of these workers, you know, and you know the different domains on the marae and within our community, uh, we've got people that have that ma tauranga. That's been passed down. Uh, understand why we do things through our tikanga, um, but also be able to communicate um, the the rationale behind why we're doing things in yeah. Te Reo. That is super exciting because I think, um, one, I just love that point you raised around rangatahi and empowering rangatahi to drive this. and um, But also having those support systems, me te papa, knowing that, um, you know, I think the best place to make those mistakes are at home, you know, learning, fumbling through things. Um, and when you have pakeke or matua who are supportive in the kainga and the whārua, wherever um, you are practising your reo Māori, you're practising tikanga, it's always good to have that support system, but also encouraging. Mm. Um, and I love that reclaiming space and real optimistic around yeah. actually being proud of where you come from, me taua tuakiritanga. Oh, and yeah. I really think this rangahau is going to be um, a great example, I think, for other hapu to look at. And that's, I guess, one of the main purposes around our uh, rangahau function at Te Mātawai, Te Mātātupu is the name of our team, um, is that we're building this knowledge base around um, how to best support our whānau, how to empower our whānau, how to um, help them in this revitalisation journey. And it's cool that you're looking at a hapu scale mm. because um, it provides that, one, that evidence that base, um, but also it's coming from a hokainga perspective, which I think is um, something that is real rich in information. So yeah. you touched on a few things around rangatahi, um, implementation. Um, what are some examples you can see? I know he whānau kōrero Māori, koutou ko tamariki, um, te katoa koutou. So this is a, you've got intergenerational transmission happening, not just in reo, but in mātauranga Māori, tikanga Māori. Can you just enlighten us, let's enlighten our kaifakarong um, about how you how you achieve that because I know that's something we're all striving for. Um, can you just whakamarama mai wetahi or over hononga and how that's going to be, I guess, um, fed through your rangahau because I'm assuming it's going to yeah. be included. And that's, um, and that's about that weaving of the epistemology. Yeah. So weaving of all of those pūrāko uh, together to take us to this particular point. And I mean, you know, I come from very humble beginnings Awesome, uh, was, we all do, I'm pretty sure. Well, I was brought up in Tekwiti, uh, even though I was born in Taranaki, um, and we spent a good five years there uh, before my parents decided to move back to Tekwiti uh, to be closer to my grandparents, mm. um, who were um, you know, getting older and that and just needed that extra support around them. Um, so I got interested in things that happened at the pa, at Tekwiti pa, um, because... Um, my grandparents became my babysitters. Yeah. <laughs> and um, mum and dad were hard, working hard at the back of the marae mm. um, as looking, you know, as looking after uh, the manuhiri or looking after the manuhiri and preparing kai and doing all of those things that um, hard workers do at the marae, oh. looking after our, our guests. And my grandparents, because of their age, were in the front of the marae 
looking after the ceremonial practices. Mm. So all of the things to do with the pōhiri and the chikanga and the reo because they were native speakers. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have the reo and they never spoke the reo to me. Um, so, but I was able to observe some of the tikanga that took place on the marae. And um, now that I look back, because this is part of the reflective journey that I'm doing um, with my PhD thesis, is that um, some of those lessons in terms of the understanding how things work yeah. were actually carried out there on the front of the marae, and I got exposed to that. Mm. So I was very, very fortunate to have that experience, very unfortunate to have three generations, been involved with three generations, in my whānau at any one time. Yeah. Um, and those older generations all spoke Māori. Mm. And once again, they never spoke Māori to us, but they spoke Māori around to us. To each other. <laughs> so, yeah, to each other and around us. So when I did start my journey later in life in terms of te reo, maybe 16, 17, 18, um, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a pretty steep climb up that cliff. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, rua, rua, noi, hona, nā kupu, mm. um, i puta mai. And there was a lot of whakamaa in there. And I really had to deconstruct my own understanding mm. of what tikanga was, what te reo was, all of the trauma involved in that yep. of successive generations of being denied speaking our language. Mm-hmm. So when I did unpack all of that and then reconstructed it, yeah, you know, turned into Terminator area. <laughs> nah, not really. Um, I just had some really good people around me yeah. that were positive influences. My mother especially, um, who encouraged me to keep mm. going, keep going, because I at times I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel, but I just persevered. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, the tortoise does get there <laughs> in the terms of that race. <laughs> so I'm not the hare in the journey. I'm that tortoise plodding, plodding, plodding. Yeah. But eventually I got there in terms of being able to speak that ill. Mm. Um, and I suppose that the defining point was in 1991 when I um, enrolled through the University of Waikato and did Tohu Paitai in that first year. And I had a lot of native speakers around me. Mm. Um, yeah, the likes of Takaho to Maxwell and um, and others, Ruben Collier, and yeah. you know who were either native speakers of Te Reo, but all brought up in the Reo. Aye. And so being put in that Rumaki environment, you know, my my language skills exponentially just went boom. And so that gave me enough Reo to have a basic conversation and to start a hui at the <laughs> at the marae yeah. with a karakia. Because prior to that, my karakia were, were the extent of eta to uh, uh, amine. And I would sit down and, you know, and, and so, but after the tohu paitahi experience and going on that journey, I realised there was so much I needed to do and so much I needed to learn uh, to put in my kit there that I just keep going and keep going yeah. and going. And I think that is so important to hear, um, you know, all the challenges, how you, and I guess the rongoa, which I also um, thoroughly enjoyed around reading your abstract, is that you've got a real future focus, but also solution focus um, in terms of how you can whakaraura te reo um, at that hapu level. Mm. And it's through your experiences and that exposure. And like you said, um, you know, wetahi o tato, we're real fortunate to have, um, you know, been with our grandparents experiencing things. And at the time when you're, uh, you know, nohi nohi, you don't really take it all in until you get 
older and you're like, oh my gosh, actually I do remember this. I do understand that. And that's what I think the beauty is of how you're using pūrako, mātauranga Māori. But I think also introducing... I'm not saying they're new concepts, but around new strategies around, you know, takiwaru maki, immersion domains, mm. which is also another outcome um, for te mātawai, but also our approach on how we see ourselves reaching that goal under the mahi Māori. So I really like you've merged, you know, te ao tawhito, te ao nei, and um, heaharākei tuao te ao e mapara mm. with, you know, looking at rangatahi, but also um, in a reclaiming um, space. So it's not necessarily like... You know, if you are disconnected, I know there's some of our whānau who aren't connected to our tuakiri, and I really like if you can break down to what you told me around um, understanding ho and just can you just enlighten us with that um, that first step, and I think you've just explained it, but yep. also how your rangahau is going to, um, I guess, expand on that. Oh, kapai. Um Yeah, so the ho, Norfia ho. you know, where am I from? Um, you know, who am I? Where am I from? Um, and I suppose that it really goes back to the childhood. Yeah. Being, um, you know, because when we were brought up in Tekwiti, you know, we weren't just brought up in the township. Oh, so we, our whānau and our different whānau had um, got farms, still have farms, and we would go out to the farm, we would walk the mountains, um, believe it or not, even do a bit of eeling. <laughs> um Okay, well, these highly manicured fingers, <laughs> um, you know, and at times my uncle would take us out pig hunting mm. or you know, shoot some possums. And um, I'm not saying that I'm an expert at any of that, but, you know, just being exposed to that and their thinking and their talking and their stories yeah. relating back to who was the kaitiaki of this part of the mm. whenua, what was the name of the tuna that lived in there, uh, the tiny fire. So even though it wasn't done in the real, there was that sort of um, sense of connection. Right. And so that always sort of stuck with me in the back of my head, you know, and every time I look at the moan, I go, oh, that's right. Uncle said such and such was there or that tiny fire was there. Oh, be careful. That kaitiaki mm. lives over there. And so that helped me um, in terms of being able to form, formulate uh, my understanding of that kōwaiō. Mm. And before I even got to the pepeha and the maungath, the awa, the hapu and all of that, and understanding what that means, yeah. Um, yeah, I had to do that sort of deep dive in terms of who we are and why we're on that whenua and how long we've been on the whenua. And if we're tracing our whakapapa back, you know, we have an association with our community and our area for at least 500 years. Oh. Um, and even longer if we go back to the time of Hotuo and mm. and those generations or that first 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 wave of migration here, but um, and so that whakapapa and that um, genealogy into where we come from, you know, and it stems it's deep, and so similar to my dad's side, but I was brought up on mum's side, oh. and so um, mum and dad both lived in in the township. In Tekwiti, um, and the times that we travelled back up north were ready for Tangihana. And because I'm the youngest of my generation, um, yeah, all of my sort of thinking and that is shaped around what the activities happened at the Marae because of the sense of service and responsibility my parents and grandparents had, aunties and uncles, cousins had in the community. And so they were the ahikaroa, kept the fires burning, mm. Uh, ensuring that our tupuna whare 
our tupuna whare in terms of naiwi katoa or te motu, um, you know, were looked after with monarchy and all of those things. Yeah. And so, you know, I got to see on the other side that in a working to how the marae worked. Yeah. You know, the marae committee, the trustee meetings and… Yeah. Whew, those really short hui, not very long hui, <laughs> yeah. about kaupapa, about issues. and um, But that gave you an appreciation of that sense of wāna. And the effort that's and the effort. gone into it. Hey? Yeah, and then when you, you, you sort of take that all away, you can understand that actually within all of that's identity. Yeah. You know, so that's all of those deep connections into, mm. into the whenua, Aye. into the maunga, the awa and our food sources, our community and who we are, and it, those roots go deep. Yeah. And so, and that's really, even though that my majority of my mum's generation, uh, if my mum was still alive, mum and dad, they'll be 90 now. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them didn't have the real. They All could right. understand the real, but they didn't have the real. Mm. And so then the next generation definitely didn't have the real. Mm-hmm. And my generation is the start of the Renaissance. So I'm a Renaissance man, <laughs> whatever that means. But uh, yeah, so we are start of the Renaissance yeah. period. And I think that's real. That's an important point that you um, have raised because you probably you aren't alone in that space. Mm. And and my younger, we have benefited. If that's even we've been we benefit from those efforts that your youngers put in, you know, and the belief in movements like Kura Kaupapa, Kohanga Reo, um, and just speaking Māori, being proud to be Māori, um, we are the beneficiaries of that. Um, and, you know, I know there's a lot of pressure on us, so tenata tomato tō tātou reanga, kia kahatonu tātou ki te kōrero Māori, ki te whainga tikanga Māori. Um, and I think that's a real valid point because the efforts you have put in, like whether it's through the rangahau, through actually uh, making sure that you know, o tamariki, he tamariki kōrero Māori, um, that, me mihi ki te rau ngā, ngā, ngā mahi, i te mea he, he haipapa nui te rā, um, ki te whakarauurai tō tātou reo, and I love to hear, like, I love hearing about the challenges that you've faced, because all we see is, do we, the, the kōrero man, whai kōrero, um, hahiringatu man, you know, and it's really cool to hear on about your journey and how it's led to this amazing achievement of reaching your, you know, actually being accepted into the PhD program at Victoria, oh, Te Hiringawaka University, so, um, I think me mihi ki te rau ngā kaupapa. And so I think um, another thing you've talked about is tuakiri connection, identity, the importance of mātauranga Māori in this whakarauara reo space. I guess the um, the last big thing I would love for you to talk about is, um, you know, there's the rangahau space, then you're moving into actually identify, you've identified some of these key areas that need development. You've got a target group of rangatahi. Um how would you go about implementing a strategy? So it's one thing to create one, mm. which we know the Srangaho is going to lead into creating yeah. a hapu reo Māori revitalisation strategy. Um, but implementation is huge. Mm. You know, it's one thing to have a rautaki, it's another to implement. That's where the action and the goal is happening. So we enlighten us, please, around how you envision implementing this deal strategy. And we can dream big. Because yeah. I know this, ranga, um, this rangaho, just to let everyone know, um, it's active. So it's still in motion. And 
Um, what I want you to break down is that you've identified that this um, PhD will lead to a Rautaki Whakarawa Rareo Mo Te Hapu o Ngāti Rora e Mihiana Kia Koutou um, but also you've stated in one of the objectives that um, you want to implement this strategy so tēnā whakamohi o mai ki te hunga e whakarongo mai ana maybe three key bullet points on how you envision um, the implementation of the strategy um, Ai, pātai tino pai tēnā um, nā te mea uh, mehe mea kei te whakarau ora reo i tō mātou nei hapu o nā atzi rōra uh, ko te kānohi kitea uh, te mea uh, awhinei i tautoko nei i tō tātou nei whakarau ora reo mm-hmm. uh, ki te koreau i hoki ki te kāinga right. uh, ki te kawe tēnei momo rautaki ki te whakatauira mai ki a rātou te, te hunga uh, te renga e tukuana uh, me pēhe tō tātou nei anga whakamua i rotu i tēnei ao, kare tēnei whai kiko. Mm. <laughs> Nō reira, koene te uero kei mui i au, ki te hoke wawe atu ki te kāinga, uh, ki te whakatina na hia nā mahi, kei rotu i tēnei action research. Uh, kia whakatutu ki nā hihia nā wawata, nā whainga uh, o te huarahi o te rangahau. Uh, now, in this sort of space, in this COVID space, yeah. over the last couple of years, it's been really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, and it really, it's about the safety of our whanau mm-hmm. um, in terms of the, the haumarutanga and right. our marais being shut and the availability of people to interview mm. um, and myself being immune compromised. Right. And whānau being immune compromised, so I've really had to tread carefully on this. Right. And so a lot of my interviews have actually been done via Zoom, mm. um, which is probably not necessarily the best thing because we you, you get more out of a, an a interview situation with that kānohi ki te kānohi, you know, rai ki te rai, oh. kōrero ki te kōrero, oh. um, hei wānanga i nga kaupapa. And so... Um, even though I appreciate the data that I have collected, right. uh, there's probably an opportunity now for me to have some more focus group wānanga yeah. with some of our pakeke, uh back in the kaya. So, yeah, so the key thing about this is about the, you've got to be their face of it. Right. You've got to drive it and you've got to show what the what good looks like, the quality, right. the kaunga. Mm. And if I um, think about some of the you know recent comments I've heard um, at a conference or Tā Timoti Karatu, you know, it's, it's really this is all back on us. All right. And if we want the, the real strategy to uh, do well and survive, we've got to speak the real in the kainga, out in the hapori, but also we've got to drive it. Mm, and we've got to show what that um, example of uh, the real speaker looks like. So whether that's the fai kōrero, whether it's about our presentation and how we look, and hey, I've got to actually reflect upon some of my practices. I mean, it's okay with my kids, but have I gone as far as my nieces and nephews in oh. terms of being able to speak Māori to them all the time? Probably not. Uh, so, but what I have done is set up online wānanga for us, and so that we have no Zoom time, no wānanga, um, which, you know, uncle's able to sort of go through some some basic real and basic tikanga for them so that we're, I'm preparing them for the inevitable 
Uh, when I'm not here, but also so that they're prepared and they know what they need to do when they go on to the morrow. Mm. And, yeah, yeah, they represent themselves and their whānau and things. Awesome. Um, that's actually really good. And, you know, tera reo tukuriho, me tukuriho ki ngāreanga, um, up in and down, eh? ascending, yes. descending. So on that note, I think iwi tuatahi ake kamehi kia koe uh, mo te whāngai i o kōrero i o mātauranga, um, e hāngai ana ki tō tohu kairangi. I um, just really want to thank you for sharing as a, it's an active piece of research and rangahau um, and the findings and I guess the pathway and the tuāpapa mm. that you're setting up for Ngāti Rora Hapu and the revitalization of Te Reo Māori in a hapu space, I think is really exciting. And um, Rewi and I encourage our kairangahau out there, koutou whakarongo maiana, to actually um, look into researching into your own hapu and your real journeys. Like That is something that is huge, and we want to fill that knowledge gap mm. um, that is out there. Because kei a koutou te rongoa, and I really like what you touched on, Rewi, we need to drive it. Um, in order for us to Absolutely. reach that destination of kia ukaipua no te reo. Nā reira, e mihi ana kia koe rewi, uh, mō ngā kōrero, e mihi ana ki tēnei o ngā kaupapa. Uh, ai, tēnā koutou katoa. Kia ora.